what god man that was like a long drawn welcome to the detail solutions <laughs> podcast my name is alex russell and i'm your host and jason you might have to shorten that up, man. that's like a uh, i was like is it ever gonna switch is it ever the camera's ever gonna i'll come? uh like, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll i don't know I'll, lord I'll, man I'll do how you doing <laughs> i'm good dude how are you man i'm good i'm good um Dude, that was a little uh, that intro music's a little Westworldy. I, I had to throw a little dr- drama in there somewhere, no, so I was I, like, "Yo, I'm gonna throw it up in the front." I like it. I like it. Like I said, it, it remind gives me Westworld vibes. You know, doesn't it though? Yeah, it does. Um, hey, so got to give you some props. Oh yeah, These we got our team out. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, we learned our lesson from MTE. Yeah. Um, so when we go to SDC and SEMA and everything, we've got these little cards that you guys can get from us. Uh, the QR code does work. It'll take you right to our link tree um, to where you can find all of the cool stuff. Um, one of those cool things you can find is um, our website. Mm-hmm. And it is cool because it has everything that you need for detailing. Um, first of all, we have all the links to where you can find us on the podcast. Yep. Um, <clears throat> where you can catch us on social media, where you can listen to us. Um, it also has our wonderful uh, preferred vendor code uh, or page where, you know, you guys can go and spend some money with our vendors because we're going to give you a code to save some money. And then they're going to spend some money with us. And then, yep. and then we're going to give you that funny, hopefully. I don't know. I've been listening to a funny podcast. Do the, do the equation. I love the equation part. Oh yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, I know you love that part. The hashtag money, money, funny. <laughs> yes, sir. Money, money, <laughs> funny. And then we have the merch store where you can buy t-shirts, uh, the the logo shirt, the Concaster shirt, um, sweatshirts, uh, hoodies. Uh, buy some stuff from us because it helps us out. It really yeah. does. Yeah. Like I got. You can get this cool hat if you want, and if you want this cool little uh, Adidas oh, windbreaker, you can get too. Because I don't have yeah. that on the website. Yeah, I can hit yeah. Call Jason it. for that. He needs some money. No, he's, no. This goes to the podcast. He's uh, he's like the the guy outside of uh, the the concert selling the knockoff, the knockoff gear. <laughs> Look, man, I'm gonna be Happy Gilmore. No, is it Happy Gilmore? No, I'm gonna be Billy Madison in a couple months. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Jason's. I'll be Billy Madison it for a few months in college. Yeah. You know, got Jason's got to pay for college. My boots um, tied tight. Yeah, so we are a week away from SDC. Yep. How excited are you? I'm excited because I get to see a lot of people that I haven't seen since February. <laughs> Let's yeah, be real. January. Uh, January, February ish, yeah. yeah. Um and, and that's about it, you know. I'm excited to do some live content with you yeah. uh together cuz you know we don't we only live 2 hours away, but you know, I'm not trekking 2 hours to go yeah. podcast. Yeah, but that, that I'm excited hours, for that. Two hours away in Florida is really a long time of driving, too. It is, it is. But um, speaking of driving, I got so I I googled, um, I Google mapped my trip. Yeah. At first it was 17 hours, but I googled it from like this this time and night. It's yeah. Only 12. It's only 12 hours. I was like, there you yes. go. There you go. 12 hours. You know, you know how long it is for me on the on the plane? Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> But here, so so our viewers know what's coming. We we are gonna, well, at least I'm going to document my trip. I hope Alex does too. 
But when we go to Seattle, we're also going to document our trip there as well. So we're going to bring you like a new docu-series of us traveling because yeah. that's a new thing for us now. Why not? Why not? We got, Maybe some we good got... content, some real behind-the-scenes shit. And we let got... me tell you right now, we I'm got... staying in the same hotel room as Alex in Seattle. So Yeah. I have a feeling this is uh, going to be a very Jason Bateman, Will Arnett um, type of relationship uh, for us. For, 100%. for anybody for anybody who's checked out the smartless podcast uh we just need a we just need a um cameraman no, well yeah we need that we need a third you mean yeah yeah we need a sean um what's sean his name hayes. sean hayes yeah yeah we need a sean hayes um anyways uh so we are uh, <clears throat> uh what are we doing we're live we're, we're live on youtube and we're live on Facebook. <clears throat> we're always live on YouTube, on um, live streaming to YouTube on Wednesdays and Friday nights. The Detailed Visions mm-hmm. podcast is our channel over there. Love for you guys to go over there and give us a, a little follow, a little subscription, all that fun stuff. Um, and please, anywhere you're listening to the podcast, go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit the notification button. Send us a re- nice little review. We got two new reviews, oh. um, which thank you. Um, for the the people who sent out the two new reviews, um, that that helps out a lot. Are so, you gonna read them or no? Because I didn't even know we got new two. Yes, oh, wait. you did. Yeah, yes, I you did. Did. commented on them. Uh, I, I mean, never I, mind. I, <clears throat> never mind. Now that I closed out my my right. live feed, and maybe we'll do it when we close out. Okay. Uh, no, it's too late. Too late. Oh, it's too late. I'm already here. Um, so. Thanks to uh, AKA underscore Flyboy, um, gave us five stars. Said always improving. Best listening to the pod. Been listening to the podcast uh, back when some episodes would go over an hour, one or two hours. But even at that length, I didn't want to shut off the episode until it ended. Listening to the podcast, I learned about the big name detailers in the industry, and Alex is able to get them to open up and tell us stuff. And then uh, Gloss Pro said that we are smoother than syrup that he puts on his Ego brand waffles. Said awesome podcast, five stars. So we appreciate that, guys. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, knock out. Smoother than syrup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a new phrase, man. Yeah, let's go ahead and knock out our first commercial and be <laughs> right back with our, uh, with our guest. <laughs> back. So tell us about your little wheelie journey you had yesterday. How'd that go that was on the Viper fun. chair? I stole this Viper chair. A lot of people hadn't played with one, so I quite like the fact that they got a shot. Nice. You know, a lot of guys were generally trying out, going, "Huh, these things are cool." But it was good fun, especially on this floor. Like this is a legit carpet, and all the cables it just rolls right over. Rolls it, right and over. it's dried. Yeah, well done. It's a cool chair. I like it. How comfortable are you right now? Very. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think retailers should invest in a Viper chair? You know what? My name is Alan Metcraft, and I would say go buy Viper. Make sure to go to viperindustrial.com and at checkout, use the code DSP to save an additional $25 off your purchase. That's a stackable coupon, so whatever Viper's giving you off, get another $25 as well. Now is your chance to try Oberk's new rinseless wash and quick detailer. Additionally, you can save 15% by using coupon code DSP, all capital letters. This hyperconcentrate can be diluted down for a rinseless wash and a quick detailer. It serves excellent as a clay bar lubricant and truly smells incredible. To find out more, please visit oberkarcare.com.
All right, and we're back with Luke Wilson from Wilson's Auto Detailing and John Gervais. Uh, any relation to Ricky? I get that all the time. I wish, man. He's hilarious. <laughs> Shit, I wish too. We could have had a celebrity on. So yeah, trust me. <laughs> and, no, uh, just little old me. Yeah, Sean, Sean with, uh, or- with Orbis X. You guys probably all know them. How are you guys doing tonight, this evening? Fantastic, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. No, no. I appreciate yeah, you guys being on. Um, so I'll go left to right on my screen. So Luke, for anybody who doesn't know who you are, give us a, a quick little who, who you are. What do you do? And sure, sure. Yep. So I detail uh, full time, obviously. And I also run an online business. And both of those are under Wilson Auto Detailing. I'm based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and so been detailing for the last, well, it's actually the only job I've ever had. So nice. um, never done anything else. So um, yeah, maybe that's my, my bio in a nutshell. <laughs> that's good. And, and Sean, for anybody who doesn't know you and Orbis X. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Orbis X is a new product I've launched. I'm a venture capitalist at heart, but uh, it's a software company to help detail shops run their business. And it birthed out of uh, a need that I had at my own uh, detailing shop where we needed software for that. Uh, so I've got seven companies in total and uh, Orbis wow. X is the latest edition, yes, which is good. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, yeah. So, Jason, Jason changed your name, if you haven't noticed. You know, Luke's, Luke's, Luke's <laughs> going to change too. I'm telling you right now, I'm a little disappointed <laughs> that, you know, you're not the real Luke Wilson, man. <laughs> not, uh, yeah, that's not, right. Not Jesus, we, we just, look, this is the B team. I know. <laughs> Owen Wilson's way less famous brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys almost had two celebrities on here. That's what it was. Oh, hey, that's that's the story of this podcast. We've almost had somebody almost, <laughs> but it is smooth like syrup. So that's that's the yeah, exactly. Oh. exactly. So listen, the the reason why I invited you guys on, um, for everybody who's reading um, the What's on Your Mind, is I wanted to talk about the three R's: so reviews, referrals, and returning clients, because. I feel that right now there's there's a, a little bit of a dip um, in 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 business or in customers or whatever. Um, I don't care, you know, the 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 clout chasers on Facebook that are saying they're booked out until 2024 and whatnot. Um, and I think right now the biggest concern for some people, myself included, is you know how do we get reviews from our clients what's the best way to go about it what's the best way to get referrals from our clients do you know is there a you know do people do you know a referral program like hey i'll i'll give you a free whatever if you send me somebody i mean i've done in the past where i've actually gone out and bought gift cards you know and and give to my clients you know hey i really appreciate you sending me you know, your, your, your buddy, your neighbor, whatever, like here, take the wife out to dinner or something like that. Um, and in, and in returning clients, right? Like how do we get our, our clients to return to us? Cause you know, some people, you know, like myself, um, when we do a ceramic coating job, you know, it's, it's kind of a one and done. We don't necessarily want to maintain that vehicle. We don't want to take the time out of the shop to do a wash right? You know, not make a lot of money, but there's ways of getting that client back to do, you know, a yearly 
decon, you know, doing more than just a wash, doing a decon wash, maybe getting them, hey, you know, we, we ceramic coated your outside, but, you know, when's the last time you had your interior done? You know, you might be able to sell three or $400 interior. Um, so that's kind of, you know, Luke, with what you do um, with your with your teaching and your your classes and things like that, I think you cover, you know, some things of how to do this. And then obviously, Sean, having a CRM based, you know, that's kind of meant to do these things. That's why I thought you guys would be, you know, really good to have to have on. So, I mean, let's just break it down. The, the first R reviews. I mean, that to me seems like that's the important one. Like, you know, what are your guys's, you know, ways of, you know, teaching people or helping people get those reviews from clients? Cause a lot of times, you know, they're in your shop, Hey man, did a great job, you know, do, Oh man, I'd love for you to give me a review. Yeah. Yeah. No problem, man. And then, you know, and then they're gone. Yeah. You know, and they forget about it, drive home, forget about it or whatever. And, you know, you don't want to be that guy, or at least I don't want to be that guy. That's like, Hey, um, I'm yeah. seeing a review. <laughs> You're going to hook a boy up, you know, like, so yeah. what are your guys's, you know, um, how do you guys deal with that or, or teach that or, or work with that? And, and whoever wants to go first. Yeah. Sure. So uh, I'll, I'll jump in because I absolutely love reviews. Oh okay. my gosh. Do I ever love reviews? Uh, so at our shop, uh, my shop's name is Auto World and we've got over a thousand five-star reviews and uh, which is a pretty big feat because most shops that I've seen out there, they're sitting at around, you know, a hundred, 150 reviews kind of that around that ballpark. Sure, and I, I get like asked 30. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I get asked all the time, like, how did you do it? And it's, we follow a very particular process. And part of it's with technology. And the other part is with human interaction as well. Uh, because even though I come from a technology background with the CRM side, uh, I that came after I built my businesses. And I actually went to the Walt Disney Institute for Marketing. And uh, okay. a lot of people don't even know that Walt Disney, they know the movies, but they have a whole separate business that's just focused on helping businesses create magic, as they called it. Oh, wow. And so a big part of that is building those customer experiences. Uh, so a few things that we do, subtle things. Uh, I know a lot of guys like to collect tips, for example. Uh, but uh, what we do is we tip our guys. We don't allow customers to tip our guys. And how we do that instead is we have a tip jar and it's sealed shut and taped all around it. So you can't even open it. There's no way to put money in. And it says tips inside. There's a message that says, leave us a review. People always ask us, oh, I want to leave a tip. And we always tell them the best tip you can give us is a five-star review. That would help right. us out tremendously, keep us going. It energizes our guys. But the important part is to let them know the guys will get tipped based on how many reviews that they get at the end of the month to get bonuses. We give them a gift card to take their wife out to dinner or things like that. Um, so that's part of the conversation. Then Orbis X will follow up with them as well to, you know, ask for that review after the time. Uh, but then there's, there's more to it than that. We call customers as well because we do check and see like, you know, how we had, you know, 25 jobs yesterday, but we only had six reviews. What happened to the other ones? So we, we call the customers, Hey, just wanted to check in, but you have to have a reason to check in. So right. you can't just call and say, Hey, wanted to see if you left that review. So we, <laughs> we call for yeah. a purpose, you know, whatever the case may be. And usually what we do is we try and build the rapport with the customer. We ask three questions and our guys get commission based on if they've learned three things about each client. And then okay. we put those in the profile. Uh, basic questions. Do they have pets? 
Do they have a spouse? Do they have children? Uh, what are their plans for the weekend? Do they have an anniversary coming up? Things like that. If they can put in three, they earn more commission. If they only put in two or one, usually they get nothing and try harder next time. And what we do is that's our reason to call back. We say, hey, I noticed uh, you mentioned you were going to play golf this weekend. Just wanted to make sure. How, how's the interior clean that we did? Is everything holding up for you? Hey, by the way, I noticed, you know, uh, we didn't see that you had a chance to write a review. Not a problem. I know you're busy. But if you get a chance to do it today, that would be greatly appreciated. Right. So we do things like that. It just becomes part of our company policy and our process that we do for every client. And part of it's with technology and the other part is human interaction as well. Yeah. And I know some people will, um, I've heard, you know, some people will kind of do something similar to like the, the little card that I held up that we, that we're going to, that has all our information on and it, you know, we'll say something along the lines of, you know, the job's not done yet, you know, in order for small businesses to grow, we need your help. We'd love for you to leave a review and then, and then we'll, you know, can have a QR code on it that make, that'll take them right to, um, leaving the review yeah leaving yeah. the review and things like that um that's that's something that i've i've been kind of thinking about or looking into it's just sometimes i feel like you know you just clean the customer's car you don't want to leave more trash yeah 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 it's true but a a fun one to do that we've played with at our shop before is we uh we have a bag of ping pong balls and uh-huh. I know you're probably thinking, what the hell does it have to do with detailing? So we write numbers on them, and then we give those to customers. We leave it in the cup holder for them, and then we let them know that every week we're going to hold, you know, hold a contest or something like that, where you could okay. win a, a free tint or a free detail or whatever the case may be. But you have to have left us a review, shared something on social media about us, and then you have to have the magic number. And so oh, if you okay. have those three pieces, then you can uh, you win. And we find little tricks like that work out quite well as well. So that's a pretty that's dope true. incentive. Yeah, 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 that is pretty. That nice. is pretty dope. Thanks. Yeah. There you go. See, delivered for free. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and Luke, what do you what what are your thoughts on it? You know, what are your you know get get reviews? You know, kind of tactics or whatever. Sure. I think that I think about it in terms of the guys who are probably under, let's say like three years in the business and probably under like a hundred to $200,000 a year. Those are the people who really need reviews. Once you get kind of past a certain point and it doesn't matter as much as it did a year ago or two years ago, not that it stops mattering altogether, but it's a lot more important for the guys in the beginning. And so I guess the way I think about it is I try to isolate it to those guys And to really make it not technical at all, um, this is like an experiment we ran. Probably the number one thing that changes, uh, or the easiest thing one can use to start bringing in reviews is doing the work in terms of asking on the front end. So I don't like leaving reviews. I don't know a lot of people who like leaving reviews. It feels like an inconvenience. And so when I get out of the Uber and it says leave a review, I'm like, I swipe away. I just don't care. Um, right. However, when I'm in an Uber and the guy's talking to me and he specifically says, I'm new to Uber, I'm building up my own reputation on this platform. Do you mind leaving me a review when you get out? I leave a review every single time because in the car I say, yes, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Right. And so that was actually the number one thing to make it really not exciting and not technical. That was the number one thing that I found. And like you said, I I have a lot of detailers who I work very closely with. It is the number one thing that changes 
the rate of reviews that these guys bring in. A lot of times these guys, will, what we'll encourage people to do is actually take some content from the detail, particularly things like before and afters. If you're posting reviews on something like Google My Business, it's helpful to have content rather than just text. And so when the detailer not only has the customer confirm on the front end that they will leave a review, they also give the customer a reason why they're asking for reviews. So they don't just ask arbitrarily, but they say, we're in the beginning stages of building up our online presence. This is probably the most important part of it. Do you mind if we send you a link to a review page after we're done? And the customer, so you're asking permission essentially. And the customer says, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And people like to be consistent. And so when somebody says yes, it, I mean, you're probably talking about going from one in five people leaving a, a review to one in two people. And that continues to go up when you provide the content for them afterwards. So you actually send them the link for the review and you send them the content that you got. They actually like to see it. You say, hey, if you'd like to leave this interview, here's a great before and after. And people, th there's a sense of like, that's my car. Right. That, that they like about that. Um, so to make it real non, yeah, non, you know, technical, that's, that would probably be the number one thing people don't do um, in terms of trying to change the ratio of people who leave a review versus people who don't. Yeah. I kind of like the the combination of, you know, both of your guys' thoughts, you, yeah, know, where, absolutely. you know, with Luke, you're kind of hitting them up front because then you're already planting that seed. And then like with Sean, you're hitting them at the end, yeah. you know, or, or reminding them or, or afterwards or whatever. Um, and then also and both tactics can work with either, like you, like Luke said, new detailers or even yeah. seasoned detailers. So those are hundred percent. Yeah. Yo, we need to go to commercial break and move on to the next R. <laughs> no, man, we got like five more minutes. Um, but no, but, but the other thing that I, that I've never thought about and Luke, you make a real good point. There is giving the client that before and after photos mm -hmm. so that it's not just, you know, uh, hey, you know, <clears throat> I went to so-and-so's detail shop and they did a great job. You know, they're, they could be like, look at the amazing transformation yeah. that, you know, so-and-so did on my car. Here's You give them the content to use. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Because because that is one of the things I notice that, you know, I've, I've had a couple of my clients that'll do that. You know, they, they're so blown away that they go home and they take a picture of the car, you know, outside the house and, you know, mm -hmm. and they're, they're posting it up on their Facebook page. Like, yeah. you know, Hey, had Alex, you know, do my car today. It looks amazing, you know, and that's great, but it's not necessarily like a review for me. Right. It's them posting it on Facebook, but, but I like that. I like That's, that's, um, I think that's some really, really yeah. good stuff. Um, if if you want one other last thing too to yeah. tack onto that, um, there's a there's a guy in our group, uh, Aaron. He's he's running a really successful shop. He's grown immensely in the last twelve months. Uh, he's opened up a second location, and he does something really cool where he kind of forces a review in a sense, but he he still goes after Google and all these other things. But he he also plays into the social side. He gets them to hold up a sign, and it'll say, you know, I had my car coded at huh? attention to detail. He takes a picture of it, and then he posts, and he every time he changes a little bit. And he puts the story like, you know, uh, okay. John came in to get his uh, his car coded because of X, Y, Z or whatever the case is. So he posts things like that. It's, it's done quite well uh, for him. And nice. it's it's similar to, a you know, it's not a Google review per se. And a lot of them do go leave a Google review. But it's it's ultimately the goal is to create consumer trust. Right. That's why. You yeah. Yeah. And if you're doing that and putting it on your social media, your Instagram, your Facebook page or whatever like that, that can mean a lot too it seems yeah, like absolutely yeah.
and oftentimes more because you see a real person in your shop next to the vehicle holding up your your sign and so when people see that it's it's not just oh well he just had his friends go leave you know 20 yeah. reviews on his page yeah. so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's yeah absolutely yeah no that's cool um so okay so let's we got a few minutes before we need to take a commercial let's jump into referrals um so what is your guys's take or how do you guys think is a really good way for <clears throat> you know to, you to get that client that now you've gotten a great review from you know you you've got them holding up a sign and at your shop you know did a great job and all that stuff posted on facebook like how what's an incentive or how's a good way other than just you know doing a great job right because that's the main thing everybody always says is you do a great job it's word of mouth advertising you know it's the best advertising in the world but sometimes you know you you know might need that little push or maybe you got a client i mean i've got clients that i've done numerous of cars for you know them um but it, i've never really had a client say you know hey so and so said you did a great job on their car i want to get my car done right so like yeah, I'm doing a great job for them, obviously, because they're bringing me multiple cars, but I'm not getting that that referral from them. So what's your guys' take on that? And we'll go backwards this time. We'll go. We'll let Luke have a chance to go first. Sure. I might disappoint, I guess, answering a question like that. I don't uh, think about those things much, okay. nor do I <laughs> what I teach people to think about those things. Um I think I really think it's just a waste of time in 2023, I guess, um, for the same reason that I don't like, you know, the guy at Amway who sits down with me and like wants to buy me coffee. And then I figure out he's in a network marketing company and then he's trying to recruit me. And you're like, oh, right. there was there was an edge to this. I thought you just wanted to you know, get coffee. Shit, yeah. You know, I was I'm being naive. Um, I I. Referrals are something that happen by default when your reputation grows in a good way. And it's not something that's highly controllable. And so I would rather focus on the things that are really controllable. Um, and so to maybe wrap it in a little different package, the closest thing to a controllable referral that I found is when you get into niche in terms of location, Facebook groups. So there, I live in a city called Franklin. It's, it's just South of Nashville and it's kind of like a more affluent suburb of a major city. And so there's a lot of neighborhood, you know, gated communities and things like that. Right. And those people are very protective of their little communities. And so they have Facebook groups that are only, you know, the only people who are allowed access are the people who are in the community and all that sort of thing. Inside of those types of things, you get a lot of referrals, but that's still what I would call like an online marketing approach because you're dealing with people online on social in sort of this niche way. Gotcha. So um, I think it's kind of a farce when people, in the detailing world, it's very common. And I think it's kind of code for, I don't know what I'm talking about, which is if you want to start your business and grow, you need to get referrals. I think maybe the, the I, don't, I don't know that anybody who actually does that has ever really succeeded. I've never met them at least um, okay. in terms of get, yeah, getting people to talk about you. No, no. I mean, that's, that's interesting because, you know, that's a, that's a good point. And that's, you know, one of the things that, you know, with with the reviews and then and then trying you know and then getting your clients to return referrals are that one that you know unless you're just you know 
really badass of the doing block. A and, you know, well, or doing a gimmicky thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I typically, like I said, you know, like if I'm doing a um, you know, a gift card for my client, it's usually after um the client, you know, they've sent me somebody, you know, I, I'm not like, Hey, send me somebody and I'll, and I'll hook you up with a, mm-hmm. with a hundred dollar gift card to take your wife out to dinner or something. It's usually if they send me somebody and it ends up being, you know, a big two, $3,000 ceramic coating job or whatever, I, I'll go buy a hundred dollar gift card and just, Hey, thank you. I really appreciate that kind of thing. Um, but I, I, you know, I'm just curious because I've talked to some people and, you know, sometimes they'll say, oh, hey, you know, if you send me a referral, we'll do a free wash for you or something like that. And mm-hmm. just kind of throw it out there to to see. So, I mean, I know there's all kinds of ways of, of looking at it, but I, I think you're kind of right in that sense is referrals typically kind of have to be organic and word of mouth. Um, right. But yeah. Um, let's do this, Sean, before we get your take on it, let's jump into our, our next ad and then we'll come back and then hear from you on your take on referrals. Um, we'll be right back. Wait, maybe hang on. I gotta get (laughs) done. Fiber has every pad you would need, including tire pads, towels, got them, windows, wheels, interiors, paint, the all new men on the stick for hitting taller vehicles or the new bug sponge for fronts. Then we have the Dragon Wash Sponge Mitt. It's perfect for the two bucket system, glides on the cars, easy, soft on the paint. Hey, don't forget, go watch us on YouTube, check out our channel, and in the barrel blade, it's perfect for getting in between those tight wheels, calipers. We also have the Dreadnought, it's the staple of all auto fiber towels. If you're not using it to dry, you're missing out. And then the new wheel paw for getting those faces, getting in between folks, getting the lug nuts, all those hard to reach places. So go to autofiber.com. Make sure to use the code DSP at checkout. Hey, everybody. Rennie Doyle here, founder of the Detail Mafia and Detailing Success. You know, I love quotes, and this is one of my favorites. It's not enough to do your best. You must know what to do, then do your best. There's a lot more to detailing than just making paint shiny. To be successful, you need to be a well-rounded detailer, and most importantly, an entrepreneur. At Detailing Success, I really take pride in that we will not only teach you the highest level detailing skills you need, but we will mentor and coach you to be a profitable business owner. Our advanced five-day training is held monthly at my hometown, in the beautiful town, I may say, of Big Bear Lake, California. If you want to learn more, email me directly at rennie@detailingsuccess.com or visit detailingsuccess.com and ask about our special offer for our podcast listeners. Happy detailing, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. Okay. So, Sean, your take your take on referrals. I mean, are you similar to, to Luke? Are you completely so, different? So, uh, to go a completely different direction, I absolutely love referrals. <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but depends on how you're getting referrals. Because uh, I, I get asked a lot. Uh, it was one of the features that members had asked for to be built into OrbisX. How do I convert my clients into referral sources? so that I can now, you know, track the referrals they send me and stuff like that. At our shop, we take a little different approach. Um, so uh, our 
primary referral sources are other business owners. Uh, so we started out in the, the businesses around us, you know, the coffee shop across the street, stuff like that. Um, and so we, we usually try and send them as many clients as we can. And then we start that relationship. Hey, by the way, did you notice a few people came in and they, uh, they mentioned yeah. they, they were sent here by auto world and then say, yeah, we did actually. And we say, you know, we, we want to start some kind of relationship where we, we talk about each other and we send people back and forth. Uh, so we take that kind of approach to referral sources. However, we do uh, promote to our clients as well that we have a referral program of sorts. But what we do is we don't give them a direct incentive at all. We have three charities that we work with and we let them know that when they send people to us, we make a note of it and we make a donation in their name. Uh, to the charity. So it gives them that sense of pride, the sense of community. They feel like they're giving back. And what we found is that they're a little more um, incentivized to do it versus if it was just a direct compensation to themselves, Yeah, uh, which is strange. You would think if they're getting directly compensated, they would be, you know, yeah, let me send you some people. But uh, what this we found proves is that there's some good people left in this world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just they're few and far between, you know, <laughs> that's the problem. But well, actually, there's a lot more than you think. And that's where we found that those kind of referral programs have been working very well for us. And but on that note, it does depend on the charities you choose. I will say that from my experience, yeah. uh, we, we tried several different ones. Uh, the ones that work well for us in case someone wants to try this themselves. Uh, we found ones that we do one with this place called Chio. It's the children's hospital that's here. And then we have another one called Shelter Movers, where they help uh, women from abusive relationships with moving costs and things like that. Oh, so, nice. you know, so specific ones like that, that, you know, are a great cause, but also plays on the heartstrings of humanity. Oh, um, you for know. sure. Yeah, yeah, big time. So, so, so those work, work really well. And then, uh, and you also have to live up to it. You can't just say, yeah, we're going to do it and then not do it. So if, right. if yeah. you do that and we always call that client back. And we tell them, hey, by the way, we noticed you sent your, you know, your neighbor. He came in here. He mentioned you directly. We just made a twenty-five dollar donation to this charity, and uh, and they feel really good. And what we notice is that they start to trickle in faster after you do that, because right. uh, you know that that weekend at dinner, what are they going to talk about? You know, right? Yeah. So you, and, so you're not so you're not donating to the human fund then? It, no. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not as far as I know. I'll yeah. ask my business partner. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, we found that that works really well. So that's how we do uh, referral stuff. And then, uh, but like I said, you have to be held accountable. So you got to track yeah. these things and you got to own up to it. And that's where technology can come in and play, uh, play right. a huge role in that. And I like what you said earlier about like working with the businesses, because I think that's one thing that, that works a lot. And, and I've kind of done, um, you know, I've got a buddy who does, um, spot spare spot spray repairs, um, at some of the dealerships in town. And, and then, so, you know, like if I get one of my clients is like, Hey, you know, I've got this, you know, really gnarly scratch or this or that. And it's, you know, a little too deep for wet sanding or polishing out. I'll just say, Hey, you know, go check out my buddy, Brandon, you know, let him know that Alex, you know, sent you or whatever. And then he kind of does the same thing with me. If he gets somebody, it's, you know, looking for a detail or whatever, he'll say, you know, Hey, go check out my buddy, Alex, make sure you let him know Brandon sent you. So, I mean, I guess that's another way that I wasn't really thinking, you know, on referrals. I was thinking of like, how do you get your clients to referral? But you make a very good point. Like, to kind of play on what Luke said and not really, you know, bother your clients for the referrals, let that come organically. You could build those relationships with, you know, uh, a dent guy, um, a tent guy, 
a PPF guy, a, you know, a wheel guy, a paint, a spot spare repay. If you're not doing any of these things, you build that relationship with them, you know, Hey, I'll use you for all of these things. If you, you know, send me some, some referral stuff too. hundred um, percent. And they will be a lot more active than your customer would yeah. you know, with referrals. Right. There'll yeah. Be a lot more people in a day and stuff like that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause the one thing I kind of run into is, you know, a lot of my clients are a little more high end. Um, and so some of the people that they work for or are friends with don't necessarily have the type of cars that they have. I mean, so, sure. it's, you know, sometimes they're like, Hey, you know, like, you know, they just have their 200 and some thousand dollar Range Rover done and they're like, Hey, I'm going to send you my, my buddy, you know, he works, works with me at the, the whatever place, you know, and then the guy calls me up like, you know, Hey, and I tell him my price and they're like, Oh, you know, that's, that's a bit much. Um, hey, Maddie, what's up, buddy? Maddie. It's true. And sometimes that goes the opposite way too. Like, yeah. uh, it's funny you said that. Like I, so I, I drive a, what I think is a nice car, but uh, my business partner, he's got a G wagon, but if I referred him to you, he's the cheapest guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. It yeah. would actually be worse. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, so no, yeah, so that's I, how I feel about referrals. Yeah, yeah, no. So I, I like that. I like that working maybe more with with businesses or or other you know deals. What do you guys feel about you know working with other detailers for referrals? You know, um, maybe maybe a shop that's and I and I don't know how you guys are. I mean, obviously it's just me, so I'm I'm low volume or whatever. But there is a shop here um, in Orlando that I've become, you know, uh, friends with. Um, and a lot of times when they're just too busy, you know, they'll they'll send me somebody. I mean, I've got a I've got a coding job um, booked for the week after I come back from SDC because they're too busy and can't get to them or. Or they do a lot of higher end type stuff like exotics and hypercars and things like that. So sometimes they'll get a potential client with a car that maybe they don't want to work on. You know? <laughs> they'll, they'll be like, "Hey, we got the right guy. We got the guy you. for you." Yeah, and <laughs> you're I'm like, that guy now. Yeah. I'm like, "Hey, I don't give a shit. Money's money, right? Like, I don't, I don't care for what sure. the badge in the car says." So, I mean, what do you? It, and it's and it's been a pretty good relationship, you know. I mean, they're they're very nice about it, you know, and they they keep my business cards on hand. I mean, yeah. do you guys do anything like that, or are you guys kind of more all the like, time? I don't really deal with other detailers; deal with more, you know, outside sources. Yeah, uh, personally, all the time. It's a it's a smart it's a smart tactic uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, there was one guy that we were working with for our first year, and he actually went out of business during COVID, unfortunately. But uh, he basically passed on most of his clients that he had, you know, so those kinds of things can happen or could be as simple as, you know, there's a busy shop and one of their guys is sick. What do they yeah. do with all the extra work? Right. So you can fill those gaps. So there's, there's always some opportunity there for sure. Um, right. I think it's, it's smart to play nice with as many as you can that are, you know, directly around you. And we've kind of set up a, a 10 mile radius of shops that we work with and, and we work swap things all the time. Uh, sometimes it's a, a client that's not a good fit for them, or sometimes they're not a good fit for the client. And right. so then uh, they, they're like, oh, you know what? Sorry, we can't help you, but there's a shop down the road, Auto World. Uh, they might be a better fit for you, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, we work well with them. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's something I do probably more now than I've ever done just because of the time that I spend doing online stuff and then the time that I spend in detailing. And so I would I would say probably um, probably 30 to 40 percent 
of leads that come in are given to, there's two particular guys who are close to me, probably within five miles. One of them is a more high-end shop that does more window tinting, PPF, ceramic coating, and one of them is just starting out. So yeah, but that's just a matter of time. That's a matter of like allocating time. Yeah. Um, And so certainly is not something I did five years ago, you know? Right, right. Yeah, because I mean, when you're first starting out, it's you know you're putting yeah, yeah. You're sure. you're the borders up. It's like you know, very yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. yeah. You're not trying to and, give anything away. And, and that being said, though, I would say yeah. be selective too. You're absolutely right. Oh, like yeah. uh, the, the key thing I've heard everyone here mention is that uh, you know there's certain criteria that these shops are meeting. You know, and that's where mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it all starts with a conversation though. But I do see a lot more in the groups. Uh, which is nice now, kind of a change where before I saw a lot of uh, can't believe the shop opened up down the road for me. How nice. dare they? And all this stuff. And fortunately, I've seen the you know mentality shift a bit, which is nice mm-hmm. because uh, you know there's business everywhere, and it's yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. you know like in the city I'm in, I think there's I don't know maybe 40, 40 different you know detailing businesses, but there's like two or three million cars. Yeah, like really? Are we going to service them all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let's right. be honest. <laughs> Right. What do you feel about like the Chamber of Commerce and everything like that? Like, do you feel that details should get involved with their Chamber of Commerce? Uh, good question. I guess it would depend on the chamber, at least from my experience, because here we've got four different ones uh, for different parts of the city. Uh, three of them. I hope none of them are watching this, but three of them are absolutely terrible. <laughs> but, uh, but there's, there's just absolute shit. This is, getting, this is getting clipped and I'm sending it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sending it out. Be like, look what he said. They're absolute shit. But, the, uh, but there's, one, there's one that's really on, on their game. Uh, they're pretty good. Uh, so the other three, they're disorganized and they try to take more than they give and stuff like that. Whereas uh, this this other one, they've got a really good community of people that yeah. I, I don't know. They're just a higher tier of, tier of people. But it's funny because they're actually we're outside of their zone, but they've allowed us to kind of participate uh, because cool. of the volume we do and the the people that we mm-hmm. send them. Um, but it, it can be beneficial. I, yeah. I've avoided them most more often than not. Let me put it that way. And and Jason, he didn't say which three, so all four of them could be like all four of them gonna get it. <laughs> now they won't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you it's like when you it's have four that. friends and and you tell them, you know, like, well, three of you are friends and one's the acquaintance, you know, and they're all yeah, yeah, yeah. each other, like who's <laughs> exactly well with my daughters, you know, yeah. one of I'll daughter, put in the, the I'll put favorite. in the like subtitle like if 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 I work with you then. You- you know you're not this is not about you. Yeah, you yeah. know it's about you. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't me, it was Ricky Jure. But yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. it was my cousin Ricky, man. Yeah. Exactly, man. Damn Ricky. <laughs> um, so yeah. so returning clients, like, you know, so what's what's the best way you guys feel to get those clients to come back? And and Sean, this is where I think you know you having a CRM might be the best because the one thing that I've been told is you know, with, with a lot of these CRM companies that are out there is, is you have most, most of them, and I hope yours does, otherwise it's going to sound really bad. Um, <laughs> you have that ability to, to email your client base, right? Like, you yeah. know, so if somebody comes in for a wash and wax and you want to set them up like for returning every three months and you don't want to have to put it in your calendar and call them every three months. Like I do right now, you can set it up where they just get an email you know, hey, it's been three months. It's, you know, when would you want to schedule? Or if somebody comes in for a ceramic coating job or whatever, and you want to set them up on a yearly, 
you know, come back in, do a decon wash, you know, whatever kind of thing. Um, or if you're just having a slow week, you know, or a cancellation or something, and you can mass email all your clients and say, you know, hey, we're running a special or hey, it's whatever. Um, so yeah, how do you guys, you know, tackle tackle returning, getting clients to return without just waiting for them to buy a new car and bring it to you? Yeah, absolutely. And that's where uh, the one thing I love is technology for this this exact reason, because in the beginning, human interaction is all we had uh, and it, it works really well. So much better than technology. Nothing can replace the way that that human sale can can transact. However, as your business grows, like we're, we've been doing 25 to 30 cars a day. As your business grows, it's just not possible to call every customer and see right. if they want to come back in, stuff like that. So that's where technology can really help. And we live in a golden era for that. And then when you mix in artificial intelligence, it gets even more sophisticated. And that's the one advantage with Orbis X is that it's not just a, oh, I'm going to schedule this to follow up every three months and so on and so forth. Uh, Orbis X will actually scan each of your customer profiles and determine, oh, Alex likes to book on Tuesday afternoons. It'll look ahead in the future, find an empty Tuesday afternoon, and it's going to pitch that to you automatically. Oh, nice. and so it tries to fill those spaces for you. So that's that's one way to get repeat customers coming back in. Uh, but another great way is delivering info. And so over deliver on the job when you do it, that guarantees that they're going to be excited to come back if you reach out to them. Um, but instead of just waiting for them to give you a call or book another appointment, that's where post-service follow-ups really help. And we have that built in, of course, as well. Uh, but not just hey, did you want to come back in for another appointment? It's got to have some sort of depth to it. And so that's where we usually hit them with the automation where it'll have something about, you know, maybe a six-month tip after they got their car ceramic coated, something like that. And then we have our guys follow up with them by phone. And we say, okay, which ones went out? We can see which ones went out, which ones didn't book. Okay, let's call them on the phone. And that's where we start that sales cycle again. Um, okay. So. It's got to be part of your business. It's as much as doing the actual detail and, you know, your Facebook ads and your, you know, SEO, all that stuff. The back end side has to be there as well, where you have a process to follow up on customers to get them to come back in. If they spent money before, they'll spend it they'll again. Spend money again. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I gotcha. And Luke, what about you? Gosh, I'm trying to, th as Sean, you were talking about that. I'm trying to think about how to answer that question in a really simple way. Cause there's, it feels like there's so many things you could say about it. I guess the first, the most important thing that I think about is most detailers. And I guess I've, we've all been guilty of this, but most people think that a maintenance client is built after the first interaction is already had. So they're trying to kind of catch up with a person. They're trying to sell a person after what they bought is already been uh, their car's been detailed, they've paid for it and it's done. And then right. all of a sudden they're getting re-hit with this future potential buy. And there was no sort of context laid around it. It's just like what I hear most of the time is nobody comes back. Nobody says yes to a maintenance call. I can't even get people to consider it. And yeah. in, in most ways, a lot of those problems are solved on the front end how a lead comes in. And so I'm biased towards things like YouTube and using online video and these, these particular things that, that I teach people um, how to actually, how to create a funnel that where those people find you 
And those people are kind of already talking about a maintenance plan, potentially even before you bring it up. Um, right. That would be like the easiest way to do it, which is why I think maybe that's why I answer the referral question the way I do is because I try to think of things in terms of lowest barrier of entry, where should my time be focused, where I'm going to get the most out of it. And so the best answer I would give is if you can build a sort of online funnel or even build your website out in a, in a way where at least one in five people have a context for a maintenance plan before they even get on the phone with you, the rest of that interaction becomes a whole lot easier. The second thing that I would say is when you're building a maintenance plan in the beginning stages, probably the biggest mistake detailers make is they kind of have these time frames in their head where they think, um, for example, a maintenance client has to be once a month, once every two weeks, once every two months. Outside of that, it's, it's not categorized as a maintenance client. I understand the logic of that because obviously you're trying to get them in on a certain type of regular schedule so as to make the detail a bit easier. It's not quite as dirty and all those things. I don't think people realize the power of building up a list of people with whom they've already done business, even if it's a once a year customer. Those people inevitably do business with you again. And if you build up that list, those people funnel into a much more regular schedule over time. Uh, okay. But most detailers I know, not only to Sean's point, not only do they not have any follow-up sequence, they don't have any online marketing that identifies the type of lead they want. And they've restricted themselves to these timeframes around which they don't really have the reputation or the authority to restrict themselves to because their business, their business isn't big enough. Um, was that, was that a confusing way to say that? Or does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes Absolutely. Sense. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think as well with the timeframes, because one thing we do at our shop is we don't have fixed maintenance plans that are uh, on that time frame. It works so well for us. We, we have lifestyle plans. And so we, you know, talk to them about what they do with their car. What do they do with it for work? What do they do with it for pleasure outside of work? Things like that. Um, the only ones we have that are on a more, I'd say, regular schedule where it's like weekly or biweekly would be the Uber drivers that we deal with. Um, those guys are, are a big one, as well as some of the dealers we work with, the shuttle vehicles they use, things like that. Um, but outside of that, it's more, you know, what do you do with your vehicle? Oh, you know, we, we go on uh, these trips, you know, every three weeks or something like that. OK, great. You know, and so we try and work something around their their lifestyle for that. Right. And then, uh, you know, we just plug it in the calendar and then it's the rest is plug and play. We just yeah. have the, the recurring thing. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, I mean, obviously down here in Florida, you know, we have a lot of beaches. So people go to the, you know, go to the beach, you know, especially when it's nice 90% of the year. Um, so something along, I like what you're saying, Sean and, and, and Luke is making it maybe more of like a lifestyle, like you're saying, Sean, versus a, versus a, monthly or maintenance kind of thing like what sean was saying because then you could go you know you know oh hey i you know you got so, you, so you're going to the beach next week we'll just let you know when you guys come back you know we could get all the beach sand out get get a nice wash get the salt and everything off the so i, I kind of like that aspect to it versus pitching it more as like a maintenance kind of thing because mm -hmm. and that's where i think a lot of people don't want to do maintenance washes right like a lot of detailers are and, and i'm kind of guilty of it too i mean i do have a few clients that you know are ceramic coating clients and and they are maintenance washes once a week but but there's but i have them on a monthly plan so they pay me at the beginning of the month 
that payment covers my overhead for the month. You know, I kind of use it as like the car wash plan, right? Except they can't come every day all the time, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a once a week kind of thing. Um, but even, but even outside of that, like, I really don't want to do hand washes, you know, I mean, it's, it's not a lot of money for an hour and a half or two hours, you know, to, to really get in and do a thorough wash on a, on a vehicle or whatever. So I like, I like what you guys said there of not necessarily doing a maintenance, kind of doing more of a lifestyle type plan. Um, yeah. kind of deal. And then that helps with the marketing that Luke was talking about too, where now that if you reframe, reframe how you're looking at it, you can yeah. say, okay, so when I target my customers, this is how I'm going to talk to them and you're selling them on that. It becomes part of their lifestyle now. Right. Right. Uh, you know, so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, I like that. Um, all right. Let's uh, knock out our last commercial break. We'll come back. We'll do our um, wrap up. Um, and um, yeah, we'll be right back. Awesome. If you own a detailing business, you need Car Supplies Warehouse. We offer tested and proven solutions to keep your business running strong. We offer wholesale memberships, in-person training, and the best chemicals, products, and tools all in one place. Go to carsuppliedswarehouse.com and use code SOLUTIONS for 15% off. Code is valid for one-time use only. Some restrictions may apply. Go, Go shop now on carsuppliedswarehouse.com. You need a website, but you don't know where to start? Detailers Roadmap can help. Their websites are designed for detailers and have all the features you need to convert visitors into lifelong customers. It's easy to use, affordable, and they'll even write and design the website from start to finish. So accelerate your auto detailing business's growth and increase online visibility with Detailers Roadmap's bespoke digital marketing services. You'll rank high on search engines and increase PPF, ceramic coating, and tinting sales. Contact Detailers Roadmap today to schedule your free discovery call. And make sure that you tell them you heard about it here on the Detail Solutions Podcast to receive your discount. All right. Hey, hey. So now I was kind of hoping Chris was going to have a jingle on that last one. <laughs> uh, no, Chris, every time I'm like, hey, Chris, we need to do something. He's like, ah, I'm too busy. So I just, yeah. I just make it and it is chris we need a jingle yeah. <laughs> um, luck, okay so now now the fun part of the podcast at least i i think it's the fun part i um, am i so, think it's awesome yeah. yeah so if you guys have listened to the podcast you probably know i've got two more questions but wait there's more we're adding a third one today um because i heard I'm nervous now. <laughs> um yeah so so the first one for you guys um is is when did you realize your worth and and that's oh. that that aha moment you know when you're like you know doing a 200 dollars detail and you realize you should be charging a thousand dollars for or you know you're trudging along and and somebody you know ask you a question and, and, you know, or ask for your advice or asks, you know, for your expertise or whatever. And you realize like, Hey, I, I'm worth more than, than just this. Whoever wants to jump in first. For me, I, I read this book. Uh, well, it's, it's weird to call it a book. It's I think uh, 12 Light pages. Boy. It was like, yeah. a, <laughs> yeah, it was mostly pictures and it was yeah. sticky, but uh, <laughs> 
so, <laughs> I still have a coffee. Oh um, but uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, why we Listen, it, it always goes that. details after dark, some way, somehow, some. And we were so, worried about our fucking <laughs> I <know>. audience. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolutely, there it goes. But uh, so, so I uh, I read this book called Breaking the Time Barrier. Uh, so you still have a marketing agency, but uh, before. Um, we were taking on a lot of small businesses as well as medium and large size businesses. And we made a switch to taking on just our large clients and we dropped about 85% of our clients and we just passed them off and basically gave them over to other agencies. Uh, the book at the time we were charging hourly. And so everything okay. we did, we just charged per hour, charge per hour. And I don't know why I didn't think of it before, but I read this book, breaking the time barrier uh, it's by Mike McDermott. He's the founder of fresh books actually. But uh, so was was reading this this book and he said he used to have an agency as well. And he realized that there were only so many hours in a day. And sure, you can hire more employees and now you've just quadrupled your hours and so on and so yeah. forth. But at the end of the day, you're still limited. You're selling inventory, basically, whatever you've got in stock um, versus value based value based pricing. And so where your experience as you go, you get faster, more efficient. Results are better but you're penalizing yourself if you're charging hourly still. And so that was a big aha moment for me. And I, I told my wife, I said, we got to just take some time off. I'm going to restructure the company. So we flew down to Cuba, spent a week down there. And at the same time, I was reading this book, uh, 10X Rule from Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about setting massive goals. And so it was kind of two things in tandem that I did. It was uh, setting some outrageous goals. And then at the same time, uh, you know, realizing that, I don't want to sell my time anymore. I wanted to sell the value I bring to the table right. instead. And uh, because it's, if I can provide a solution in five minutes, it's, you're not going to pay me for five minutes of time. You're going to pay me for the, you know, 12 years it took me to right. solve it in five minutes. Uh, so that was my big aha moment. And uh, so anyone that, that wants, I can get you a copy of the book. It's free. Um, I don't think it's online anymore, but I'll, I'll send it to you. Anyway, that was my aha moment. Nice. Yeah. Luke. The question is, when did you know your worth? Yeah, when when did you right? when did you realize your worth? Like, you know, when was that that aha moment? Mm -hmm. When you told me it was a, a Wilson twin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. When I got invited on this podcast, yeah. it hit me. Oh man, um, you gotta you gotta set your worth a lot higher. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bar is low. But, um, I. <laughs> I think to be full transparency, I don't know that I think of things in those terms. I, I hear a lot of detailers say things like, you need to know your worth, you know, you're charging too little. Yeah. And I don't know that way. That's not how I experienced growing my business. I think when I was doing, um, when I was 13 years old and I was charging $20 per car, which is a long time ago, I have three kids now, but um, I was charging $20 per car because I didn't know much and I didn't have a lot of leverage and I didn't know anything about business <clears throat> and I was learning and that's about what I was worth. Um, and I, I think, I guess maybe a simpler answer to the question would be, it's easier to feel what your worth is if you have evidence to believe that particular thing is, is what you're worth. And so if you make $50,000 a year, uh, I know a lot of people who complain about that and they feel like that's too little. Yeah. And I guess I just kind of wonder, well, that doesn't seem to help anybody. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe you should go try to add more value to the marketplace. Maybe that would make you worth more to people. Um, I think about this in terms of in-person training in 
the detailing industry. Um, I really like training. I really like teaching. I don't like in-person training. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's never going to go away. It's, it's always going to be there for certain people who really want that. Um, but when we put training online, we're able to make it really easy to get, a lot less expensive. People have lifetime access to it. It's constantly updated. And at the end of the day, I think a lot of these skills are things that can be communicated in an online medium. And so I would say maybe one of the things that helped me increase my, my worth in that sense is providing value in that way rather than just detailing for my customers. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's something there that I can say, oh, that's, that's what we're doing. That's what my team and I are pursuing. Um, so it's not like this ethereal sense of like, I'm just worth more, you know, like yeah. I just, I just know I'm good. Um, it's like, well, people pay for things that are good. Um, you know, d does that, is that too? No, no. Listen, <clears throat> the beauty of this question is there's no, there's no right answer. The right answer right. is, is whatever sure. you feel. Mine. You know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So no, I mean, and that's, and that's what I love about this question is, is everybody that I've asked it for, God, I don't know the last year and a half now, cause it started with just this one question. And then a few months back, we added the second one and tonight we're adding the third one uh -huh. is, is it, is it's never the same answer, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your sure. worth to my worth to Jason's worth to Sean's worth. We, we all have a different expectation of it. And, and that's what I, that's just what I love about the question is I love to know, you know, how people answer it or how people think. And, you know, and, and sure. some people kind of get stumped by it, you know, and they're, mm -hmm. they're just like, man, you know, like, that's a really good question. And they, you know, they kind of got to think about it or whatever. So no, no, I think it was, I think it's it was a tough great. one. Self-worth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now on to a fun one. Um, this is the one that Jason loves. Um, so my, my, my buddy that I went to high school asked me this question. Um, and, and I thought it was great. So I've, so I've introduced it into this one. And so this is, you know, Sunday night main event, Madison square garden, WrestleMania boxing on showtime, whatever, whatever you're into MMA, you're, you're standing at the top of the, the ramp, you know, your music comes on as you're heading down to the ring what is your fight song that that a gives people an idea of who you are and b just gets you pumped up for getting into the ring damn and this is the good one because it's a hard one <laughs> like, i can see the fucking wheel spinning as he's asking the question like shit come up with a song come up with a song yep oh man <laughs> and, it, and it's perfectly fine if you can't think of a song because there's, yeah. <laughs> there's more people that have not been able to think of a song. Oh, I got tons that of them. That's my of problem. Them. I'm trying to choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me, I love music. Absolutely love music. My wife and yeah. I travel with several speakers everywhere we go because I don't know why, but people for some reason in this day and age don't want to play music at events <laughs> for some weird reason. So we, we have... Several, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But the music is crucial. It's part of life. Man, fight song. Oh man, I can only choose one though. Yeah. Can it be a remix with like two songs together? I mean, I mean, you could maybe pick a Disney medley if that's what you want. You know, <laughs> uh, who am I fighting? I, I don't know. It's just, the it's just you're you're going the to battle. The yeah, <laughs> whoever whoever you want it to be. It could be that car. It could be that that. 
you know, problem with the software. It's whatever. It could be you getting out the shower. You know, you pull yeah, your curtain back yeah, and ready for the day. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, man. Oh my God, that's it. I can only choose one though. Man, yeah. some songs that get me amped up. Let me think here, because it's crazy. Because I used to box actually, but uh, <laughs> oh, here man, we go. We didn't play music on the way in though. <laughs> I wasn't that famous. <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't have your speaker with you that you carry in your cars? Jesus Christ, guy. Wasn't allowed to at the time. <laughs> but uh, it was just my trainer yelling at me, when you're not training, someone else is to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, you know what? As crazy as this is, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Rihanna, that uh, bitch, you better have my money. That's that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew people were going to laugh, but that's it. That's it. Hey. Hey, hey I respect that. I respect that, crazy. man. It's an we honest got, answer. Yeah. Hey. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. All right, Luke, you've had a few minutes to think about it, man. I know, I know. I I gosh, I feel so I mean, listen, uh, you're from unreliable. you're from you're from Music City Capital too. So I you know yeah. I'm I know. I'm from the country music capital of the world. And when you're asking that question, I don't think about country music. Yeah. But I, if I'm being honest, I, I listen to a lot of country music and I listen to a lot of uh, – I don't listen to like screamo, you know, or yeah. like a lot of rap or anything. So if I had to – this is probably unrelatable, okay? So I hate to do it. Listen, um, it's, your, it's, your yeah, it's your song. I don't right? – it, it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is what I keep – this is what I'm thinking about, and this is not a good answer, okay? But um, a, a, a very wise person I know, I was talking to him uh, a few weeks ago, and he said, you need to listen to a, a song called Dissecting the Bird. And so I listened to it, and uh, it's just a song that basically – it says essentially – don't don't kill the bird like dissecting it while you're trying to find where the song's coming from. And I know I'm going like deep, okay, and I don't mean to, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I think I I think about those things a lot, especially uh, these <coughs> days and being you know having three girls um, and and oh, really Lord. trying to do something that I <laughs> you know think about uh, change you know trying to implement some change in an industry I care about and. Uh, that that would probably be the song, you know. All right, man. Like like I said, there's there's no wrong answer, man. Yeah, it's, dude. It's, yeah, it's it's your it's your song. It's it it has meaning <laughs> meaning for you. It's it's perfect. Um, yeah. Okay, so now now on to the new question. Um, oh so I have I have very recently become a fan of the Smartless podcast. I'm, I knew I'm, it was from I'm, fucking Smartless. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hype them up like a motherfucker yeah. right Maybe now. Maybe they'll hype us up back. Yeah, yeah. They don't need the hype though, man. Yeah, I know they don't. They don't. So so if you guys haven't checked out the Smartless podcast, like go do it. It's it's so brilliantly done. It's it's Will Arnett, um Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes. Um they're they're friends in real life work together and everything. And and it's it's genius their podcast because one of them invites a guest on and the other two don't know who the guest is until the podcast happens. And I was like, Oh my God, that is just fucking brilliant. Um, and they did a live tour. Um, so it's on the new um, max. <clears throat> we should be getting fucking paid for this. Somebody send them a, a thing. Um, but anyways, um, so in one of the, in one of the scenes, one of the moments, um, uh, they're on a plane and, and Jason asks Will this question. And I was like, man, that's a really good question. So I paused it, ran in here, wrote it down. Um, so the, so the question is, 
if you could wiggle your nose and have your career be exactly where you wanted it to be, what does that look like? Piece of cake. Oh, fuck, Swimsuit man. model. Done deal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had a career in swimsuit modeling, but I mean, if the Let's go. detailing <laughs> and all that stuff is going to take you to swimsuit modeling. It'd be awesome, man. Fly oh, around the world, too. all the best beaches. <laughs> Beaches or bitches? Uh <laughs> both. Yeah, yeah, I'm married. <laughs> Man. Wiggle my nose. Yeah, if you if you could do a little Samantha from Bewitched and wiggle your nose and have your career you know be exactly where you wanted it to be. True story though. I uh so I was in Air Cadets long, long, long time ago. I was gonna become uh I thought I was gonna become a fighter pilot, flew some planes and stuff, it was fun. Uh left because uh, I didn't like getting yelled at and cleaning my boots. But uh, anyway, <laughs> started my venture capitalism uh, pursuit. But I always loved aviation. And uh, even now, I'm, I'm training to fly helicopters. I think I would fly helicopters, but like tours. Give people tours of cool places or, or like fly people up to really remote restaurants or something where they could, you know, have a nice dinner or something. That's what I would do. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Helicopters. Why helicopters? <laughs> hey, my first one was swimsuit model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Listen, this guy went that. from Magnum PI to TC real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that was, that was great. <laughs> oh man, yes. Um, I guess yeah. if I could have—that's uh, a great question. If I could have things be the way I wanted them to be right now. Um, <laughs> I think I would, um, that's a really tough question to answer. Mm. That's a good question though. Um, it's kind of hard for me to answer because there's some things I'm more secretive about in terms of <laughs> things that okay. are going to be rolling out in the next like one, one to two years. But I think okay. I would say it like this. Um, I think I would maybe like, I would be able to, I would be looking back this is not my ultimate, I guess my ultimate career, but maybe like the next three years, I would look back and see, um, we made some really, 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 really good online training. Um, we didn't have to do a lot of marketing because people talked about it and, um, it allowed people to get what they need at a time they need it at a price that totally worked for them. And, um, that our customer base would say, man, that felt like a steal now that I went all the way through this. Yeah. They should they, be charging more for that. And they'd leave you a review. They'd That's yeah. right. For their friends. And I would send them the content and, they would and say, I want you, you to say this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's probably what I would, that's probably what I would do if I was looking back in maybe two to three years. I love it, man. No, like I said, that's, I, I thought that was a really cool question. You know, obviously for Jason Bateman asked Will Arnett, you know, and Will Arnett was just like, dude, I just want to be employed, you know, He's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what I'm doing or whatever. He's like, I just want to be employed, you know, and, um, to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and like I said, I just, I thought that was a really good one to, to kind of steal and like I stolen the other two and add to the, add to the podcast. So, no, um, a good one. Yeah. thanks well listen well, gentlemen well, um, I, want, well, I want you I, to answer it now man oh you want me to answer it yeah well, i think we all should answer this question oh it's a really okay. good question i think so too yeah yeah okay I mean, I came so, up with so if i could wiggle my nose 
and have my career be exactly where I want it to be, what would that look like? Um, so that would look like me um, not working in the shop, uh, closing the business down. Um, I would love to get on with a, a brand or a manufacturer, be a sales trainer or something of that sort. Um, I'd love for the podcast to obviously be, you know, and then there's, there's a lot of great podcasts out there for detailing, but I would love for us to just kind of like be the Joe Rogan podcast of detailing, you know, um, I'd love to have that, um, just that notoriety that the, that the podcast is, is making that big of an impact on the, on the industry, um, for helping. I mean, that's, that's, you know, the whole reason I wanted to do this. That's why we do topics so we can kind of do these things, have people like you guys on that hopefully are giving out good information or we're helping detailers grow their businesses. Um, having detailers on um, to give them a platform to tell their stories and the Q and A's. So I would just, yeah, man. I mean, I would love to be working for a brand and, and having the podcast be that one that, you know, just everybody wants to be on without, without yeah. me having to ask, you know, like, you know, for people to be like, Oh, who's this little podcast? That's, you know, whatever. Um, that's how I think that's, that's what I think. That's what I think. Yeah, that's solid, man. Yeah. yeah. I like All that. right, Jason. So let's hear your wiggle your nose I there, wish buddy. I stayed in the army. Yeah. I wish I stayed in the army, man, because I, I got out after 10 years and I got out after I served my time and got hurt and stuff. But I, I wish I just stayed in. Who knows yeah, where man, my career you know, could have gone? Yeah, but. But you know, if you would have stayed in, you would have never started paying assassins. You and I would have. No, a lot of this stuff would and, probably not have happened, yeah. and, and I'm okay with yeah. that. I mean, my my military career meant a lot to me. You know, I, I accomplished a lot in ten years, and I feel like if I had another ten, because I signed up at twenty years old, so I would have retired full time at forty, which yeah. is in like you know three years. So <laughs> I'd be close to retirement by now, and who knows? Like I had a lot of ambitions to do a lot more things with my career. Right. So. No, that that's that's, that's cool. my answer. That's good, yeah. man. Yeah, man. And thanks for your service too, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, you got that you got that uh syphilis pen, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I'm trying to say it right when you took the water. When Jesus. You the water, I'm get a <laughs> oh, no, everything. It almost Jesus. came. It almost yeah. came out, but I ain't yeah. trying to spit all over my equipment, man. <laughs> Yeah, no. There's a, I sent Jason a, a a meme yesterday. It showed an old man wearing a hat that said "Strip Club Veteran" on it, and it had like the the pins and everything. And, and Jason messaged me back, and he's like, "Oh, he's even got the syphilis pin." The syphilis <laughs> pen. <laughs> Necessary. Yeah. All right. And on that note, um, well, listen, guys. If, much if people want to get in touch with you, yeah, I'm getting I'll, there, man. No, I don't care. I, 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 wanted, wanted, to ask I wanted to say thank you. Listen, I don't know? care. I wanted to thank them Listen, for being I, on. Look, man, I, time I out took my schedule. chances and I interrupted yeah. Alex. I'm gonna uh, yeah. next time he sees me, I'm gonna get two black eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he beats me, everybody. You don't pay me shit either. Yeah, <laughs> man, this guy's, this guy's living you. in a mansion in Orlando. Yeah, and, and he's rich. Don't let him fool. He's rich, man. He got two Audis. He's got he's, he's got French doors. He's got a pool. 
He's got a library at his house. <laughs> I, just I built that library. Yeah. All right. Um, where do where where do we find you guys? Uh, social media, um, websites, any of that stuff. Whoever wants to go first. Oop. Okay. You can go to wilsonautodetailing.com. Everything would be under Wilson Auto Detailing, social media, YouTube, um, or yeah, or the website. Uh, yep. That's it. Wilson Auto Detailing. Sweet. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Absolutely. I keep it pretty simple too. Yeah. Just orbisx.com. And then uh, also uh, we have uh, a podcast as well. Uh, you can check that out. It's called The Off the Clock Show. And uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. And then if you want to learn more about my other companies, you can go to SeanGervais.com. It's not Ricky Gervais, SeanGervais.com. <laughs> That's about it. And you can email me direct through there as well. Awesome. Keep it well, simple. again, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I um, hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Yeah, um, I hope this doesn't uh, t- tarnish your careers or your images <laughs> in any way by being on this podcast. <laughs> Well, I always have swimsuit model to fall back on, so we're good. Yeah, to go, yeah exactly. Um, this will this will be out. I mean, it's obviously live right now, but this will be out tomorrow. Um, I'll post it in all the groups. So if you guys see it and you want to share it, by all means, awesome. we'll do. One hundred percent. You want me to actually send you the link so you can put it in any of your social media stuff or whatever? Um, just message me and I'll I'll send you the link to it. But honestly, you'll be able to grab it off of Spotify and 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 Apple. It goes up at eight o'clock in the morning. So yeah, you know, East, Eastern. Everyone time. needs to see it, but they also need to leave a review as well. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. Um, and refer yeah. us. Tell other people about us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, We're new. All right, guys. Well, we'll take care. Uh, take care. We'll uh, talk to you hopefully soon um love to get you guys maybe back on separately um and and for for q a's find out a little bit more um you know about you guys behind the scenes and whatnot um so yeah we'll talk to you guys soon all right take care you're most welcome thanks Thanks again all right ciao all right man so the three r's i think we uh dude i I like this one man like i think nailed it I think they had really good answers. Um, Dude, I think you know, they had some really good no, ideas. No, I agree. Good answers. And one thing I loved about it is that it wasn't the same old, I agree with you, or I agree with you. Like, yeah. you know, Luke had a different approach to different things, but they all made sense. It's like, oh, right. shit. Like, right, exactly. Man, that's some and listen, really like, good look, information. We've always said, right, there's, there's a million and one ways to skin the cat. So just Absolutely. because the way that one person says doesn't mean that the other way isn't. Right. But I think they both had great compatible answers. You yeah. know, like you could you could do them. It wasn't a one or the other. It was like shit. Let's do both. You know, kind of thing. Um, did your breath go? Did I take your breath away? No, I was, I was burping. Michelle made <laughs> Michelle did homemade uh, hamburger helper today, so I'm getting a little bit of burpy burpy. So what are, what are we gonna have when I come over? I know it's like a month away. Dude, I don't know. Let's, let's... let's talk about it when it gets close to the date. Yeah, yeah. That's, Remember, that's... it's my birthday yeah. weekend that weekend. I'm a day-by-day day kind of guy. So <laughs> have a cake. We'll get a cake for you in Seattle. <laughs> then we'll plane on it or something. Um, <clears throat> all right, everybody. Uh, please go like, share, follow, subscribe. Um, please hit that notification button wherever you're listening to us. Give us a five-star review. Um, if you can take the couple extra seconds and actually 
leave us a nice wording. I think on Apple, Spotify doesn't allow you to actually write a review. You just click the five stars. So, um, hey, man, do it on both, right? Like, that's, you know, it doesn't hurt. Do it on both. Um, we will be at SDC next week. So yeah, we, we will won't be, be on next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, so we won't be doing a Wednesday because we'll be recording Friday and Saturday from, from SDC. Um, if you have not got your tickets yet, southerndetailsconference.com. Use the code DSP15, save 15%. Come down and see Jason and I. Um, we will be in booth. Oh, 20. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We will, uh, maybe we'll have some not weed gummies. Um, I'll have actual shit with me. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I you we'll be real. You want to come by booth 420, you want to <laughs> have some fun, you come see your boy, okay? No, listen, you can't say that. It's man. not well, illegal. I think for distributing it might be, I don't know. I'm not distributing it. I'm sharing it. I'm sharing. not making the money off of it. I'm sharing it with my friends. Listen, just don't get me arrested. All right. I have all a medical <laughs> Don't get us kicked out of SDC for <laughs> it's just like yo, but like, hey, you want you want a gummy? Here's a gummy. <laughs> I got I got fruit snacks. I, people share yeah, fruit snacks. Still, right? Yeah. All right, let's go with that. Um <laughs> all right. Well, um, we appreciate everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did. Uh, we will see you next time. Yeah, I gotta find a guest for Friday. Um, we gotta get ah, on that. There goes that professional thing right out the fucking window. Just, I just realized I don't have a guest for Friday. Listen, <laughs> listen. For the last like month and a half, I haven't had to do episodes because of all the Chicago stuff. So I know. I, I, I kind of I kind of keep forgetting. Like I've got to find somebody for for Friday. So um, if you want to be on the podcast Friday for what's on your mind, hit me up. If not, fuck it. I'll I'll find somebody. I guess. <laughs> Um, all right, you guys have a great night, week, day, uh, whatever you're listening to this. We appreciate it. Take care. Good night.